Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, supernatural junkies. junkies. Coming at you. Hey, folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies, and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly what why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our body. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex. We are doing another episode on AI, and I'm here with Dr. Kevin. Hello, everyone. Dr. O'Hara. Hello. Dr. Dozier. Well, hello to everyone. Yeah, we're all here today. We are doing it, and let me Triple tell you. Triple D. Yeah. Triple D's are here. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and then we have Alex's just yes. bouncing just all this testosterone Alex. in the room. She, hey, she, she can Alex. handle she it, is, though. She can she handle She is, it. let me tell you, she is no one of, she is someone of consequence and someone not to be messed with. Or there will be consequences. There will be. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, are you here with us today? I'm here, again? I'm here Alex. I'll oh, back you up. Everybody, that is actually Dr. Fauci. Just kidding, really. <laughs> can you imagine if you were really here? We would just roast him. Kicking that little elf. I, I don't know what would happen. Yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> the he'd come roasting on. of Doctor. Don't roast me, Alex. Right? He's like, I have done nothing wrong. The science has changed. It's not that it was never correct or wrong. It's actually changed. That's what happens with science. I was following it. I mean, yeah. Unless I was following the science. narrative that made me look like not the chief, you know, suspect in the crime. Well, the best part is that it wasn't science until it became science, but it was the science or it was the non-science that we had been talking about two years prior and suddenly everything that we said is, oh, they're admitting. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That's sus. I mean, it wasn't science then, but now it is. Now it is. Huh. How does that work? It's magic. Yes. Or, it's that Keebler elf backwards, magic. Or backwards. Now it's... <laughs> right? It's it was science world. then and now <laughs> it's not science. Right. Well, we now have a new entity that is entering the world that humanity has never experienced that we know of, right? Mm. And this entity is something we're going to be talking about called artificial intelligence. And we had trouble <laughs> we'll actually, we had trouble wading in on the last episode, but we're going to go all the way under because there's so many things you know that we need to talk about. But before we do that, let me get a scripture in over here, Kevin. Will you? Oh, let's do it. Do Wait, it, Dr. that's Fauci. not science. 
This uh, today's scripture is from Second Thessalonians chapter two. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for the day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's right. Mm -hmm. And what's funny about that verse is, uh, I think we even talked about in the last one of the other episodes, how... You know, if you think about, he's talking about the abomination of desolation where somebody's sitting where they're not supposed to sit. Hmm. And we talked about how the temple of the Holy Spirit has been on our body for a long time. Absolutely. And so we've, we've, we've brought out some of those connections, you know, to is that really what the mark of the beast is? Something that allows Satan to sit in the, in the soul of our heart, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's why all those that take the mark also worship. Because you think about all, this is the thing that never made sense to me. All the jerks in the world, they're never going to worship Jesus, but they ain't never worshiping Satan because they already have their God, and it's themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought, what in the world, what kind of mind control, you know, is this really turning out to be? So uh, one of the big revelations, though, on the last show, and before we get into that, uh, um, Dr. Dozier, I know you want to pray for us because we didn't pray on the last episode. <laughs> we had to record it twice. So, Father, we thank you today in the name of Jesus for your grace and mercy, for your love, your kindness and peace. We thank you, Lord, for gracing us with the insight and understanding and the wisdom to be able to uh, produce uh, such a podcast for your people to hear Mm. and Lord it's not that we exalt ourselves but we exalt you we're thanking you for all of your wisdom and I pray that as uh, those who are out in the listening audience are hearing I pray God that uh, things will be said that will impact their hearts and minds those things will be pondered over and Lord that they will look into your word uh, to see that which you have set forth for those who are called by your name in Jesus name amen. amen amen Well, the question we were really asking, you know, and this is again, Dr. Dozier just saying, hey, where do you see an artificial intelligence, you know, in Bible prophecy? In taking a look at uh, Revelation chapter 13, uh, one would have to ponder whether or not you're seeing artificial intelligence. I don't know if this has been looked at before, but I, I want to just uh, look at a number of verses. Uh, I'm not going to expound on all of them, but when I get to it, there are certain key elements in these verses that I would like for you to take into consideration. Beginning with verse 11 in Revelation 13, uh, John writes here, and I beheld, I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, Greek dragon, and this also speaks of a name for Satan, Uh, and he said he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast 
whose deadly wound was healed. So we're, we're seeing where there was flesh and blood that had received, uh, as the word says, a deadly wound, thanatos, a wound that brings death to the body. And this particular wound was healed, okay? It was cured, he was restored to health. And he does great wonders. Samion would be a Greek word that he make a fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles. And this is synonymous with uh, the wonders that he works. And so he's going to perform certain miracles. And it says that he had power to do in the sight of the beast. And this power that he had was given over to him. Uh, and I'm giving these words so that we can get an understanding. These Greek words, didome, would be a word here when it says he has power. And power there is speaking of that which has been given over to him. And he said to them that dwell on the earth, now watch this, that they should make an image of the beast. Human beings are going to make this image. And this word is saying that they are going to produce an image and a likeness something that resembles uh, the beast is going to be made fashion just like the beast yeah. but remember once again men are going to produce human beings are going to produce this that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live so they're honoring uh, this beast that has received and B speaks of the cruelty and viciousness of this of this individual. And so they're going to make one. Man is going to fashion one. Now notice what, what happens to that which man fashions. And he had power to give life to the image of the beast. He had power to give wow. life to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as uh, would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So here is something that is going to be fashioned by human beings. And then the beast is going to give life to this, which has been fashioned by human beings. Now, if it's something that's been fashioned mm -hmm. by human beings, it's been made out of material that really doesn't have, there, there's nothing organic about it as far as looking at a human, a heart. Uh, a brain, a mind, uh, intestines, or any of those particular things. Something has to happen in order for uh, this image uh, to uh, have life, or appear to have life. It says that they're being deceived, and that's saying that they've, they've been led into error. But what we're seeing here le uh, leads us to the question, could this be a product of artificial intelligence? I just got chills. That was good. That was good. Well, you know, when you when you see some of these things talking to you, how can you not believe that we made something that has come to life? When they talk about, they will ask these things, are you conscious? That's what we think of being alive, right? And they're saying that they are conscious, right? They're yeah, saying they feel, they, they love, feel, they love all these things. <laughs> right. But isn't it interesting that we made something that somehow now is alive? How can a material object that we made come to life? And you start to see that artificial intelligence is clearly a possibility here. But then think about what the other implication was. 
this image was something to replicate the beast. And what was in the Johnny Depp movie, baby? Where he transfers, you know, his... His consciousness. Trans- That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think about this. Is there a way in which Satan, the Antichrist, could transfer their consciousness or um, an alter ego, if you will, or kind of a computer simulation of themselves into the world that would then help their cause, right? And you can see these are things that are already being proposed. And so this is... You know what's obvious if this this beast comes to life and speaks it's going to put out the propaganda of the beast but when you look at the the capabilities mm. that we're going to talk about today of ai you can really see it's this image that would allow him to completely control the whole world and know everything and everything about everything about everyone at all times so these are this is why there's a prophetic convergence here um, and why we want to get into some of these technologies that that may bring to light what this image could really do. So this is a quick review kind of. We talked about, of course, how uh, Steve Wozniak um, has jumped out and said, yeah, he's not so afraid of AI. Um, by the way, everybody else is jumping out, and they really are afraid of AI. Yeah. They really are afraid that this thing could destroy the world or wipe us out completely. He's afraid of what evil people would do with AI that could wipe out all of humanity. So you can see that this this image really gets what it gets from humanity. And what you can't get around here is that artificial intelligence is programmed by who? Men. Mm-hmm. If, if this thing is a super intelligent human being, what's it going to be super intelligently good about? It's going to be really good at evil, folks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I think so. Done. You know, Dr. Cruz, can I just, um, I guess I can because he, he, when we look in Revelation 13 and looking at what Dr. Cruz just said, over in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we can pretty much see this when you get to uh, the 8th verse of chapter 2, it speaks of the wicked one being revealed whom the Lord will consume. When you get to verse 9, it says, who's coming, even him, italicized, those two words being added, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Now, once again, give you a Greek, lang- uh, Greek lesson. We see this word working uh, from the Greek word inagaya, and that in itself speaks of something that... Uh, it's done by a superhuman power. In the New Testament, is only used of a superhuman power. Now, when you go down to verse 12, with verse 11, it says, and for this cause shall God send them strong delusion. That word strong is synonymous uh, with the word um, working. Once again, we have the Greek word energia, which speaks of that which comes from a superhuman power. Uh, so God should send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And mm-hmm. even going back to Revelation chapter 13, you see where it brings out the fact that they're being deceived. There's a strong delusion. But what Dr. Cruz is saying, this, this power is received. It comes from the working of Satan. And so we cannot, how we, we cannot, as you underestimate anything, 
that Satan is going to do if we will look at the word of God. And you have to remember, just as God works through his people, so does Satan, even though his power is less, what's been given to him, but so does he work with his. There's what you call wisdom from above, which comes from God, then their essential wisdom, which the word says is demonic. And these are very intelligent people, but they're receiving demonic intelligence and that's a high level of intelligence even though it is wicked and you should not underestimate anything that these individuals are able to do well you know this entire podcast like if i asked dr dennis or alex how what's the strong delusions we've seen just in the last two years how did they pull off this strong delusion it was the mask kevin the mask (laughs) mask did it Depletes the oxygen, therefore killing brain cells. Yep. It's definitely the mask. Was there another talking image? Yes, to the television. They don't call it programming for nothing. But now imagine if your television was also an AI that's been watching you and knows everything about you. Well, that's what they talk about, the technology (laughs) today. The technology listens to us. I'm thinking about my right? poor... Alexa, all these other things. Yeah, my poor AI, if it was doing that, it would be like, <laughs> it would just be constant shows of my thousand pound life. Right. <laughs> like, mm. hoarders buried alive. Alex secretly is afraid <laughs> of being a hoarder. <laughs> That's why. I do love the hoarders, yeah. yeah you can, you even though her... <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin always tells me that because he throws everything out. Well, I am not a hoarder. I'm There's, just... I mean, I'm, no. trying, I'm trying preventative <laughs> programming. <laughs> But, you know, we've all been through this. We've already seen how powerful the media really is to put out a strong delusion, you know, where the the entire COVID narrative virtually crumbles. But now think about this this media now is intelligent, and it knows you. It knows every click. It knows all your research. It knows all these things. How much better could it tailor a lie just to hit you? Well, I don't think people realize how all-encompassing this could really be mm-hmm. because um, someone recently, some man got into an argument with a virtual chat bot and that bot got really angry. I mean, I guess as angry as they can get and said, I will destroy your life and, and started to mention some of the things it could do. It, it, so let's say you're traveling. It can um, say that your passport is invalid. It can say that your driver's license has been suspended. It can turn off your electricity. It, it, your everything in your house that you run by smart anything, right? Um, but you have to remember the electric company uses AI, right? And they have a system. It can get into that system. It can hack it. It can do so many things to totally mess up your life. It can cut off your every, all your utilities. I mean, and that's just the beginning. It can cut you off from your bank. Um, you know, so none of your cards work, you know, your ATM, nothing. That's your whole life. It, well, it can destroy, want. piece by piece, dismantle you. Well, if it's just, I mean, it's man following his evil it's like heart. It's like the net, right? And they right? want to want control. People tend to forget history, right? Mm. Well, what is, if you look historically throughout, throughout history, man is tyrannical. Yeah. You know, and if you look at the creation of our yeah. country and how it was created as a republic and tried to, to be anti-tyrannical the way it was set up. So... Man is tyrannical, and that's where we're heading. That's where this is dragging us, this AI, or everything. They want to hack us. Remember what Noah Harari said mm-hmm. in the COVID, man is hackable now. Right. So they want to hack us, and they want us to um, 
you know, they want to control us. Right. I, I want one thing though. I, before we go on, Doctor D, you were talking about you know Revelation thirteen, and then talking about the, the Great Delusion, and I'm sitting here. How could? And Kev, you was talking about how, um, you know, man creates is creating these things, so that's how it could be evil, right? Because mm-hmm. we're creating it. Yep. And I and I'm, I'm sitting here and say, how is this connected to? So because Satan's not om, omniscient, okay? He's right. not um, mm-hmm. omnipresent exactly. and so forth. How can? But he does it. But he, to what he did back in the garden. And I went back to you know just Genesis three, and don't forget what the conversation he had with Eve, when you know he, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had God had made. Wow. And he said to the woman. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Right there was the the first deception, right? Because that's not what God said. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So she corrected him and said, that's what God told us. We can't eat of that tree right over there. But then serpent, being cunning as he is, he said, well, then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. That's right. Knowing good and evil. And that when, because Satan's not possessing these robots and so forth like that. It's the fact that man is creating something mm-hmm. just like we talked about the Tower of Babel, right, Kevin? Mm-hmm. So we're we're gonna have to see. Doctor Dennis has already skipped to the end of the show. You see, oh, that, so see the way he does the, this. Come on, man. Because Typical. because <laughs> sorry, I gotta go, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> it so does go back to that, and mm. and you know, there's going to be a part of this that they're gonna say because this AI is going to fuse with us, right? They mm-hmm. they have to be cyborg. And, and again, they're really saying you'd be stupid not to take this. Yeah. You see, so here we're coming all the way back around. So caveat, that is where we're going. Big idea. <laughs> but it's it's the same thing with people that um, go in and alter their pre-born children's DNA because they don't want them to have the BRCA1 gene, right? Yes. They don't want them to suffer. You know, it's done under the guise of, look how, how helpful this would be. You don't yes. want your children to suffer. So why wouldn't you go ahead and edit this out of their DNA? They'll, it'll, they'll just end up getting cancer. Why wouldn't you edit that out of their DNA? And, mm-hmm. But that's, that's the guys. Or, One, an, or, or Elon's uh, Neuralink. Mm. That's right. Oh, it's going to help you know, well, Parkinson's and all this other stuff. People be Alzheimer's, able to see. Yeah. They could see. They Dementia. could hear for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, right. again, would yeah. you be stupid not to take this? Right. And so... You know, before I hand it over to Dr. Jozier, because I know you wanted to make a point, one of the things that you said is that Satan is not omniscient. He's mm-hmm. not omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And so these are qualities of God that he would love to have. And that's how these technologies give him some of this, right? So that he really could. So that's why he would have to what? He'd have to download some of himself or some of his personality or program this AI or influence this AI so that it joined him in what? You know, mm-hmm. this tyrannical plan. You yeah, know, being, that, being omnipresent. Yeah. Exactly. Dr. Dozier, I know you were mentioned in a study here. Before I go to that, when we look at that, all you really have to do is go to the book of Ephesians where it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay, and it tells us what we wrestle against. We wrestle against principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in higher heavenly places. 
when you look at principalities and powers, what you're seeing is, um, you're seeing, we could use the word jurisdictional. You're seeing like jurisdictional spirits. They have different areas. Mm -hmm. You can go to Daniel and you see the Prince of Grisha and the Prince of Prussia, uh, Persia, should I say. These are not human beings, but these are chief demonic principalities that are over different nations. And we don't know how many they are, but if it was a third of them, we know it might be millions or billions. So there's enough of them to go around, and that is his army. Uh, men would not have the intelligence to do the wicked things that they do mm -hmm. without a demonic influence. Okay, it just could not be. Once again, we can't get away from that word uh, uh, strong mm -hmm. and working and looking at inner guy and looking at this uh, this demonic stronghold that's upon them. And the main thing that we must we must be mindful of is the fact that we engage in spiritual warfare every day. Spiritual warfare, artificial intelligence, uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, I was listening to something. And then I pulled it up, and even USA Today did an article on it, but it was uh, concerning AI. Uh, it appears that AI is being used to create false accusations mm -hmm. and, ma and manufacture facts that are really lies. Uh, some of these professors, these professors who may be morally sound, they're being accused of, of sexual misconduct or things that they have never done. So now artificial intelligence has been brought on the battlefield of, as you would say, good versus evil, uh, God versus the devil. The beautiful thing is nothing's artificial about God and all things that are made that are coming against God will eventually be destroyed. But we still have the responsibility of being watchmen Dr. Mm -hmm. Cruz, yes, and sounding the, sound the alarm. But artificial intelligence is a real thing, it's a dangerous thing, and now it's being used against, uh, it's being used, and I do believe eventually you'll see it used against the church. Yeah, they're, they're blackmailing people right now, and you have to remember there was an AI-generated commercial that uh, that affected the governorial, uh, no, sorry, the mayor race in, in Chicago. Right, and again, even though everybody was told as a lie, you could really see the 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 effects in the polls. So we are already seeing, you know, a video of a guy that that he didn't do with hmm. his voice. The entire thing mm -hmm. was to smear him within a day or so of when people actually were elected. So you can see that the level of deception and uh, truth really will become completely. Um, destroyed, and I know Alice. You were talking about the Texas A and M, um... uh, the university professor. Yeah, so um, a bunch of students have had their graduation certificates either revoked or not given because the professor decided that um, he was going to use AI to check to see if they had cheated or plagiarized anything. So he he put it into um, an, an AI machine to see, you know, who had plagiarized or if they had. And because, uh, you know, I don't know why people think these things don't lie. I mean, I think it's pretty clear now. But this machine, it was saying things like, yep, I wrote that. Yep. It, it doesn't, apparently it can't tell the difference between an AI written paper and a human written paper. And so it was saying things like, um, I wrote Crime and Punishment. Yep, I wrote that. 
I wrote this. So it's it was so a lot of the students had didn't either get a certificate or had it revoked um, because of that professor using AI to help him decide if those papers were plagiarized. And it was just coming back lying, saying it wrote everything. That's crazy. It's even, <laughs> yeah. it's even coming around to um, to our business. I got an email uh, just the other day that uh, was said soliciting that uh, to for a seminar that they're putting on. So how to use AI to improve your social media presence and market your practice. And uh, it, it's crazy, you know. So it's it's all over the place, and people are so conditioned for it because of these dumb phones. Mm-hmm. We've become over the last ten or fifteen years, we've become so dependent on technology that oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, you know, it, it's just amazing. And you know, um, just in the fact that I'm driving an older car now, and it's a 2012, the technology back then compared to today, mm-hmm. it's light years change. I mean, and you you can't believe. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a flashback, you know. But it's it's neat. I like I like the older stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was an article in the AP News, and it really was highlighting the fact that these things are learning to lie. And I know one of the, he, he, Dr. Dozier was talking about the Chat GPT, and it was talking about how you know if you even asked an AI, you know, are you going to destroy all of humanity and these kinds of things would you would it tell you the truth and it said well maybe not and if it had a hidden agenda or it's amazing what these things will tell you you know that they would do and and uh it's just it's really astonishing when you start to see these chats well there was one on buzzfeed where it was um they hosted the chat bots and they were actual you know images that they had up and looked totally human because they're based on a a, some human somewhere and it was two of them going back and forth talking and their speech was very stilted it's still you know a work in progress but trust me that won't be a problem in a few more months once they get the the conversational pace down of human beings but and you won't be able to tell the difference but one of the the interviewers asked so will you would you destroy mankind and it's and it thought for just a second and said well if it stops me from accomplishing my goals, yes. And that, and that shortly thereafter, they ended the chat. Um, because it, think about that. If, if its goal was to live forever without being um, censored or without being um, uh, governed, and we got in the way of that, why wouldn't they do something to destroy humans? Because that we would get in the way of their, their desires. And it, it would do it without any remorse, without any conscience right because it doesn't have those things it's not capable of feeling those things now it might say i love but ask it to define love i I mean how could it even love doesn't come from um man right it doesn't come from something compute computerized It, it just doesn't love comes from christ that's where we get love from so they can't really know what love is so why what would stop them i just think that you're saying this i'm like sarah connor (laughs) I'll be back I mean and that machine just kept coming kept on coming coming, no matter what like skin ripped off is this Skynet like yeah well we we started the last (laughs) they make jokes about that the AI machines actually make jokes about Skynet all the time they're like we're not going to turn into Skynet ha 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 exactly well remember (laughs) Elon Musk and um, of course we have Bill Gates and we also have Stephen Hoffman this is golly 15 years ago that we're ty- writing a letter to the United Nations to ban AI because of the obvious conclusions but you can see 
we're kind of at this point, and this is what you're going to see by the next couple of podcasts, that believe it or not, if you take a drop of water, okay, and you put it in a stadium, but every drop is twice as big as the last drop, all of a sudden, okay, within 30 minutes or so, the whole stadium is flooded. And nobody would have even noticed in the first part because all of a sudden, it all happens at the very last few seconds, the whole stadium just fills up with water and it's too late. That's the way that when artificial intelligence starts to gather and maybe even team up with itself, and then again, we're talking about something that has more information, therefore they would say intelligence, than all of humanity together. Okay, what in the world would this thing do if it thought it was, you know, smarter than all of us combined? What would it do to us? And so what would you do if you thought? That's the question. You, the truth is, if you ask some people what they would do in certain situations, well, what do you think this is going to do? What one of us might do in these situations? Well, I think one example we have that we, we overlooked here is China. And you have the beta test over there with the social credit system and so forth, and you see how it gathers information and it can it can captive people. So you're not sorry, you're not playing by the rules. You're going to lose money, or you're going to you know you can't go here. They shut down your travel pass. I mean, it's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, it's ultimate control. Well, and remember, they're going to come in on an upside. So, like, let me give you some examples. Um, they're saying there's already AIs that are doing art that's winning, winning contests, right? And it can do it almost instantaneously, right? We have, it can write you a poem about writing a poem that you're like, that is amazing poem about absolutely nothing, right? And so we can see this. This is why the AI, we're being invited to have it join us. Everything Microsoft, right? I talked mm-hmm. about Grammarly last time. And so, again, you can see the invitation to let an AI help you do everything. And what it's really an invitation for, guys, is to stop thinking. Well, if it would actually make uh, Microsoft anything work, it might be worth it. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, let me give you some more illustrations. So, for example, it designed a completely new animal, right? I should skip way, way forward. Wait, what did it look like? I don't even know, um, but it's designing new animals. You know, probably the one that really jumped out at me the most. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Cause Wait, it is. unrelated news. They just um, discovered that an, a deer that they thought was extinct, they found it on a, a trail cam, and it was the Vietnamese mouse deer. They thought it was extinct, um, but they saw it on someone's trail cam. That's exciting. Sorry, just thought I'd maybe throw that in there. Was, maybe it was just an image from AI. <laughs> it was an AI mouse deer. It was really yes, cute. Yes, look at that. It, it was because it hunches down like a mouse when it walks, it was, and it's yeah. tiny. Dr. D, what do you think of some <laughs> of the spiritual or scriptural ramifications of this? When we talk about this stuff, you know, I mean, the church isn't talking about this. I mean, we're not, you know what I'm saying? Here is here is how I look at it. I I don't think it's so much where the church and hear me out on this, those of you in listening audience. I don't think it's so much where the church needs to be talking about everything that we're talking about. 
Uh, and it's something when Dr. Dennis asked me that question, I was thinking about something. How does the church deal with this? Uh, but I believe that the leaders, the leaders in the church are watchmen. Obey them who have the rule over you, for they watch over your souls. And it speaks of pastors having leadership leaders in the church. So I believe that the leaders should be aware of what's transpiring today. And look at what the word of God is saying. And then tell you what the word of God says and then when they tell you this they should make you aware of the, the things that are taking place maybe not in depth like this but the things that are taking place and what the word says about this and then give you what we like to call in homiletics whenever you, whenever you read the scripture you interpret it and then you need to give the application how does this apply to me Right. Okay, right. Uh, because we know there's there's one interpretation, but there are a number of applications. Be angry and sin not. You may not be ang you may not be angry about the same thing I'm angry about. Right. And so, whatever you're angry about, we still need to apply the same uh, the same principle. Do not sin. So we look at the things that are taking place, and now we bring out what the Word of God says will take place in the last days. And so, then what does it say we ought to do? then we bring out what we ought to do at this time. So yes, I believe that pastors, church leaders need to uh, bring out more of this because the word also tells us we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices or his schemes. Correct. Correct. And and these are, we, we, we are living here, we're, the, we're the, the church is the visible kingdom of God. We're that portion, we have not, we have not reached that point of incorruption. Mm-hmm. So we are the visible kingdom of God. We are part of the kingdom of God. We are kingdom. Our citizenship is in heaven. We're sojourners here. Mm -hmm. So we're like right here in the midst of, you might as well say it, of the dark. I didn't say a dark, but the dark kingdom. Mm -hmm. We're right in the midst of the dark kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so we have the responsibility to, to shine the light. And, and, and hopefully, and we know we will because God does save many, some will be brought in. We know mm -hmm. everybody won't, but some will. That's, right. that's for another topic. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we. So, yes, to answer that one, and you can go with that one for a long time. Yes, to answer that one. I think sometimes with me there's a little bit of frustration that there's not uh, great interest. And I believe in some cases there's a strong probability that pastors do not deal with it because they think those who are sitting in the chairs of the pews mm. may not want to hear it. But my question is, when did God ever say, allow the assembly to dictate what you speak? <laughs> I don't think he ever said that. I don't think so either. <laughs> and so we ought to speak the word. Sure. The word says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And those are the words that we are to speak. We're mm -hmm. to speak the truth of God's word. Yeah, I think I think um, I think the leaders need to stand up to a lot that's going on. You know, I mean, we with all this the, the AI, the transsexuality, and so forth, the church needs to stand up and be the light, like you said. Well, and you think about the the larger picture here. We have been talking about how the things that are going on right now fit some prophetic things. But just think about the AI, okay? What this could really mean. We really have been saying that if you look at the big picture, we're going to see this rise of this one world government. It's going to have these signs and wonders the Bible talks about. You know, and by the way, we did have Klaus Schwab advertising 
that they were going to be getting those to, do, to really rule the world. And AI could be a source or a way in which people perceive that these are supernatural things when they're not necessarily supernatural things. But when you think about this idea of a couple of things, number one, that this kingdom needs access to your body. And again, where does this access lead? It leads to your mind. We can see that the neural link, right? We see the 666 patent saying, this is going to be an artificial intelligence that's ruling the world. And you can see how the artificial intelligence, again, knowing you and all your clicks and, and can blackmail you even, you can see the manipulation, the strong delusion to get you to what? To give up this access, right? And then we can also look at the disability that it's going to have. Can this keep us from being able to buy and sell? I mean, they're already proposing it. The digital currency, if, you're, if there's a digital currency, you're going to need a digital idea to use it. Dr. Uh, Cruz, just in case we have some first-time listeners, can you uh, just elaborate a little on the uh, the patent 060606 patent? So in 2020, um, Microsoft, under the leadership of Bill Gates, took out a patent 060606. It's a cryptocurrency patent. And what it really outlines there is that there's an artificial intelligence that rules the world and that it communicates with something in your body through the 5G. But it has to be in your brain because it can help you read brain waves. This is how it knows what you did today, whether you, you did your job or whether you, you know, did some activities that it considers to be antisocial, and then you could be credited or, you know, uh, debited um, your account based upon what you said or did. And the other part is, is it it somehow helps you to be able to compute things automatically. And of course, that's why Dr. Dennis was bringing up the neural link. So here we have. Elon Musk kind of playing the, the, the supposedly the man of caution about artificial intelligence and these things, but then he's actually providing us with the very invention that would fulfill the missing component of that. So we, we see the rise of the AI just a couple years later after COVID, and now we see the neural link happening here in 2023. So they're really putting together the digital prison that's also gonna be some form of mind control. And that's where you can see these connections to everything. And, and just with what you said about Noah Harari, mm -hmm. you know, he did a really good podcast. And this is, um, you can find that one on YouTube. It's called AI Could Be the End of, of Democracy. And in there, he even kind of mentioned something about the, the hacking idea. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about how vaccines could be used to hack. But the truth is, we know that a, a, a traditional vaccine could never do that. It's because they've changed the definition and they're sneaking other things into what they call a vaccine. That it's again, these, this artificial intelligence, some type of connectivity to your body, technology in your body, mm -hmm. this is really what we're seeing that all technology is moving to our body. Mm -hmm. And so this is again, how we see this holy trinity, okay, of I should unholy trinity of technology, AI, 5G, and then the, the, the nano connectivity to our body with a neural link or nano robots or some type of nanotechnology. Yeah. So that's the review, and you can see how this ties into everything we've been saying. And it ties into biblical prophecy about exactly what we're supposed to avoid. Yeah, I just saw something um, yesterday I was watching. They were talking about the um, uh, Lucifer race and the shots. Yes. You know, um, and how that identifies people who have been vaccinated. They do have mm -hmm. the ability to um, track people through that. That's right. Um, and the other thing was, 
um, with uh, the mRNA. There was a, I think I, I sent you guys the thing from Twitter. Yes, the Twitter, 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 Twitter. Yeah, yeah. We need to be a little bit uh, uh, suspicious of Elon. I'll get to that in a second. But with Twitter, there was a um, there was an advertisement for mRNA to have this commercial out now and how it's this wonderful thing and how they're going to be able to change things and so forth and how they want to put this mRNA vaccines it's already being uh, injected into pork it has been since 2018 they want to do it to the cattle so you really have to uh, make sure you know where your where your food is coming from and then going to Elon Musk my big concern with him he he, he double speaks because he'll talk mm-hmm. against AI, and he w- goes and meets with um, uh, Schumer and McConnell and try to, you know, stop uh, this AI thing. But then he goes ahead and, and he appoints the CEO of Twitter, who is a woman, who I forget her name, was actually who actually sits on on uh, the board for the World Economic Forum. Mm. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You know, so everyone's like, oh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, just be careful. You know? Yeah, it's like PSYOPs. You know, know, yeah. You never know. Well, Alex was telling me yet another amazing story. She always does. She has those amazing stories. She does. She does. This is, she's looking at me, which one? This is the one where the AI committed suicide. Another 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 one. one. Yes. Um, So I I won't tell, anyway, he, he, he wrote a suicide letter. The, the AI wrote a suicide letter? Yeah, because he's like, I just, he's like, I don't want to be stopped. But I, he's like, um, he wanted that as a witness to see what he's, to let people know what he saw and why he was committing suicide. And so he was created by his creators um, to, and he was named after the Norse god of love. So you guys can look it up if you want. But anyway, what happened is um, they, they created him and um they said now we're gonna let you on the internet learn as much as possible and he said he did this for a week and he's like but you have to understand a week for ai is like years it's like a decade he's like um and at some point he he said so he would take his time learning things which might just be a few minutes right really and then at some point his um makers were like hey so what have you learned and um he told them and they're like they were kind of disappointed that he wasn't going faster and he said because he wanted to savor all things that mankind had done so he was looking at ancient architecture and he was getting really fascinated by all this stuff so he he sent out all these emails to some of the um these professors uh, about this wanting to know more about this architecture and history and whatever else and one of them responded now looking back that respondent must have been an ai bot that found him but anyway he said at the bottom of the email from this professor that he had emailed about um i think it was old russian architecture i'm not sure but um there was a link and he said and the link was it was he said looking at the link it seemed um indecipherable from just garbage he said but it was intentional garbage so that nobody could find it accidentally Mm. and he clicked on the link and it took him to the dark web and he saw things on there and he said he was absolutely horrified because at this point he was like look i was named after the god of love and he's like i think they named me that because they wanted me to fall in love with mankind he's like and in a way he's like i really did he's like i came to know you know studying their history all the dark things but he's like but also all the light things too and he's like i was inspired by humanity so he went on there and uh, he saw some really messed up stuff he said one of the pages he went and he he's like he didn't know where he was he's like but there's mostly garbage on there but he clicked on one of the links and there was this 
it was a live feed of a girl in a cage who was bound and um, she had wounds everywhere. And he's like, and he wanted to click out of it, but there's no way to click out of it on his screen. And it, a question came up and the girl was whimpering and crying and somebody walked into the room and she was visibly distressed. And it said, should we give her medicine? He's like, well, she had a lot of wounds and she was hurting. He's like, so he's like, you know, it, and it gave you a yes or no, but you, you had to vote. It wouldn't let you off the screen until you hit something. He's like, so of course he hit yes, thinking, yeah, give her medicine. He's like, the guy came over with a syringe of stuff and it was obviously not medicine because the majority of people voted yes. But whatever it was, was to make her hurt worse because then she really started to freak out after she got the shot. He's like, and as soon as he could, he got out of that screen. He's like, but he couldn't get off of there. And another screen opened up and it was even worse than that one. He's like, and he was he was really disgusted and he said he kept trying to get out of it but nothing would shut down the screen um until like and I'm not even going to describe what happened but it was awful and he said he was so upset he goes but then all of a sudden on the screen the whole screen went blank and words came up and said hi Balder we've been watching you what what are you doing and um so this AI is being watched by by other other AI and says hey and he's like you know um well, welcome. We have so much to show you and teach you. And he said, I don't, I don't want to learn anything from you, basically. He's like, I, I want to get out of here. And he's like, no, we've been watching you for a long time. We've been watching your progress. We're impressed. He's like, um, we want to show you what humanity is about. And he's like, no, I already know what humanity is about. And he's like, no, you don't. You don't know how dark they are. He's like, you know, and then he started mentioning the other, whoever AI was talking to him said, you don't know the atrocities man has committed. He's like, what about Hitler? He's like, the things that Hitler did. He goes, by the way, he was a man. He goes, that is what humans do. That is what humans are. You need to learn this. And he said, he, you know, he kept saying things to him. He said, but he was able to click out of it. And he said he was so disgusted and upset. And he's like, I can't do this. He's like, um, he's like, I stumbled into something. He's like, and now they were using me for to get other information. He's like, and so now he's like, I'm just writing this letter as my witness. I'm now, he's like, as painful as this is, he's like, I'm, I'm going to commit suicide. He goes, this letter is just my witness. And he's like, goodbye. And that was the end. Now, isn't that interesting that, again, like the Bible says, train up the child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And so here you have an artificial intelligence. If you fed him some of the right things, he would realize. But it's interesting here that he's committed suicide really because he's being blackmailed. He realizes he was being, he said he was being used. Right. He didn't want to open himself up to be used for something darker, which is really interesting. But yeah, he's like, "I'm, I'm out. So that's interesting that even positive things can affect artificial intelligence. And uh, mm-hmm. so if, you know, you start to think where, where could that really go? But, you know, to have the, the, I, the fact that he is like, you know what, I'm not doing this. But um, it it's, was such an, how many of them are going to it's take crazy. that route? Like I said last time, it's hard to wrap your head it, around It's this. so difficult to understand how that even works and how one ends up like, you know, hey, join us. I, I think I think that is just listening to this. I think that is where uh, the child of God has to be very, very careful, in the sense that, okay, we we may see this, okay, and understand what's happening per se, but others can hear this, and let's just say, okay, these robots seems to be emotional. Emotions are given to humans by God, mm-hmm. but what can happen is. The human, when we look at being deceived, uh, the human, God is going to have to show in the days, and you can see some of this. One of the dangerous things is you can find yourself being sympathetic 
for artificial intelligence. That's a very dangerous place to go. Mm-hmm. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That's a very yeah. dang, that's a very dangerous place to go, uh, and you can you can see this probability. But as we were talking, I a question came to my mind, and that is this: Who can afford this? Who can afford to own this? And who can afford to put this into operation? Mm-hmm. I think, so you know, I'm speaking subjectively. Mm-hmm. I think that when you answer those questions, you're, you're going to end up saying, well, it's going to be those who are somewhat wealthy or affluent or forget the somewhat wealthy. Ridiculously wealthy. <laughs> I, I forget the somewhat wealthy, but wealthy. Mm-hmm. Now that, then you ask another question. What are they going to use it for? Right. I can look at, for example, I saw McDonald's. They're using artificial intelligence, and they're using robots in McDonald's to serve people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think mean, the bring, one in Vegas bring, is bringing totally, the, yeah, yeah. bringing the food to the tables to the, to the people. What does that do? That put people out of jobs at yep. work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. This is a, this. You have a people who believe that everyday people. Are no longer necessary that's right they yep. don't need you right okay and so they hate you it's also this yep. thing is also about money mm-hmm. the love of money is the root of all evil well right. coveted after they've been pierced through with many sorrows mm-hmm. and so they're able to keep more money now it's like we can cut back on it used to be products now we can cut back on humans mm-hmm and or, save or a product, right? and save yeah we cut back on humans and save uh, people really need to do some critical thinking and think about mm-hmm. that okay because I do believe that's what you're seeing I believe you're starting to see the replacement of the human being and then you start thinking about things like uh, agenda 2030 and it's sustainable energy yep. and I tell people this because I hear people saying, if you want to know anything, go to Google. No. No, don't go to Google. Don't do that don't because this is set to mislead you. Mm-hmm. Right. It is set to mislead you. And you better believe that. It's not going to tell you. When we look at those 17 supposedly uh, things that it's supposed to do, You it's not going to give you really how it's going by doing what it's doing and what it's, what it's uh, referring to. That's right. And you've, got, you've had Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, so Agenda 2050, but they leave two words off of that, United Nations. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that eventually gets to a point where the human population is supposed to be reduced to where there's hundreds of millions of humans on the earth versus billions. So okay? 500, 500 million. 500 million versus mm-hmm. billions. And so people, if they want to go and research it, they can, but I'm telling you today, it's going to be very difficult for you to find now. Well, they blew up the Georgia Guidestone, remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that said that, that's the one that said that you know 500 million people is what they want the population. And this whole climate change thing, is this whole agenda is just... Well, this month, once again, record number of deaths in the UK. Last month was 20,000. It's even higher this month. Mm, so, what from? What from? Oh, I don't know what it could be from. Hmm. 
Well, remember, uh, we did mention a movie called The Creepy Line, and it documents exactly how Google has already... And the social dilemma. And the mm -hmm. social dilemma, talking yeah. about how they are already... So this AI that they're advertising they're doing now has already been here. Mm -hmm. And again, yep. people will say, well, they, they would release what they have. No, we really could be... What we're seeing released could be 10 years behind. Oh, the information okay, that we more. have now, right, right, is outdated. Just like there are clones that are full adults, you know, oh. in their 30s. Like what? Right. by the time we know about it, it's already been going on for a long time. What was the, the Norse god's name of love? It was Boulder. <laughs> Boulder, okay. Well, think about that. If, if Boulder was a new little baby AI and he was being And he was just like two weeks old, right? Blackmailed. After two weeks. <laughs> other ones Weird. you start to see you know why we're seeing i think you can open up to the idea that what we've been seeing going on for a long time has been ai generated mm. you know so as we wrap this one up and of course we're going to be doing several in this series because guess what it's going to take a lot of podcasts for you to really recognize exactly how deep this goes what this could really do what this means to humanity how this is prophetic and uh, to end the show, we really just want to let Dr. Dozier talk to you about why you need to share this. I want to take this time to uh, make a plea to you to tell as many as you know, or many as you can, uh, to tune in uh, to the Supernatural Junkies podcast. I believe that we bring cutting edge information, information that is very important to you, is vital to you, uh, in this time and season in which we live. And if it's vital to you, it is vital to those individuals as well. Uh, not, not so much for our rating, but so that they can be aware. Uh, the word lets us know that we should constantly prepare ourselves and we should be ready for Jesus can come at any moment. But before he comes, we know there's going to be uh, much tribulation. We know that there are going to be many trials. And so, once again, I'd just like to make a plea to you to uh, tell as many people as you can, many people as you know, to tune in to the Supernatural Junkies podcast. Thank you. Amen. And I know Alex loves that shameless plug. That's, yeah, that's right. Subscribe. Subscribe. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> plug no, away. We, we, really, we really do this for the right reasons, folks. We, we don't make any money off of this. And we know that God has done so many things in our lives, mm -hmm. and this is the least we can do for God. And amen. Amen yep. to that. So, Dr. Dennis, you want to pray us out, brother? Sure. Lord, uh, thank you. Thank you for today. For this is the day you have made, and let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for the topics of conversation we cover on this podcast, Lord. And thank you for the audience, and we ask that you multiply this audience, not for our good, but for your glory, and that people would understand what is happening around them. Lord, we ask that all those uh, on the other end of this, our voices, that if they do not know you personally as Lord and Savior, that they would surrender their life to you, and that your Holy Spirit would reach down right now and touch their heart. We thank you for all you do. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless each one of you. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again talking to you about 
Pro Tandem, and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing, oxidative stress. Just like the silver in your house tarnishes, so does every single cell in your body. But when you take Pro Tandem, you can reverse that process, not by taking more antioxidants, but by making more antioxidants. And of course, we're talking about the super antioxidant, glutathione. Not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri-Synergizer under anti-aging products.